Welcome to Hellbound History, where we talk about terrible people and terrible situations, both worthy of going to hell. I'm your host, Jordan. And I'm your host, Lainey. Are you still high-fiving demons when you like... I'm walking down the tunnel, high-fiving the demons. I'm, like, I'm hey. not doing it. I'm like handballing <laughs> in. I'm just like, mm. mm. No, you're just like walking awkwardly through the tunnel. I'm just like, hey guys, hey, I'm like, hey you guys. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're like, you. how about you? <laughs> anyway, right. hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of Hellbound History. I'm Lainey, and the girl who stole my name, Jordan, is sitting across from me. How is it stealing your name? I was born first, so so stolen name. You stolen so much. I have to go by a completely different name you already went by laney do you prefer okay do you want me to call you jordan no please don't <laughs> <laughs> do I, I i like my eye twitched a little bit i'm like my own name yeah, jordan no. yeah it's i mean when i call you jordan it doesn't feel weird to me mm. it feels weird calling myself jordan yeah because i'm like jordan's a cute name i like the name jordan oh. and then i think me my name is jordan i'm like I don't like the name Jordan. You know, Lainey I like it for other you. people, but not for me. I get that. Because I'm like looking at you right now and I'm like, Jordan. Do I look like a Jordan? No, you don't. You don't look, look like, like a Jordan. A I feel like I look like a lady. You look like a Laney. Oh, you're so unique. I know. Look at me. Oh, my God. Yeah. But anyway, hello, everybody. Um, Thank you for tuning in. We're here. We sense your presence yes i'm sensing all of you guys yes um any housekeeping jordan or are we we ready to rock and roll with this episode we're ready to rock and roll i'm ready well let's just jump right into it we try to keep the banter a little low so here oh we go so this week's kind of resurgence so hint, oh, hint, resurgence. i like that you said story. resurgence right ah. right so back from the old podcast we're kind of redoing some other stories and uh, this week is a story that i did in the past um for the listeners who were at our old podcast and listening now um you guys probably know that i was on a kennedy curse oh yeah yeah mission to uncover it all right (laughs) oh my gosh remember when it got flagged one of the stories got flagged by jared's like email he was using his work email and it flagged it it said you can't say this word and it's like oopsie oh man they know know. (laughs) um right the kennedys they know um but yeah so it's I mean, a lot of the stuff that they did was controversial, you know, but I am a therapist mm-hmm. and I work with other therapists and I was talking to one of my colleagues and I was we were talking about bad techniques. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what they did in mental institutions, because we were talking about one of our patients, um, they went electroshock therapy and so the patient basically says like oh like i I had this done to me and he's he um i don't know how he was before the electroshock therapy you know so he had to have some kind of mental illness obviously or behavioral issue for him to have that yeah but it's known that like he wasn't the same after the electroshock therapy oh wow and so we're just kind of talking about other bad tools that were used and i was like oh and like lobotomies 
and he was like what he's uh puerto rican so mm. oh. yeah okay and okay. so i was like so it's one night and then i'm sitting there in my little therapy <laughs> office like all right, so I just went and take an ice pick. <laughs> hey, stick it up the nostril. <laughs> and he just like, no, 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 touch the brain. No, I didn't say it like that. He probably would have been like, what the hell? Um, but so I had to explain to him what a lobotomy was. And I was like, well, I'm like, he was like, well, how common was this? And I was like, well, I mean, you know, the Kennedys, right? And he was like, yeah, the president. I was like, yeah. So his family, they had one of the Kennedy sisters undergo a lobotomy because she had mental illness. Yeah. And then he was like, what? And I was like, all right, sit down and let me tell you a thing. Let about, me tell you history. Let me let me tell you a little bit about American history. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. Um, so I brought up uh, Rosemary, mm. Rosemary Kennedy. I love Rosemary. Yeah. So for everyone who doesn't know Rosemary, so uh, obviously we know who the Kennedys are, yes. right? And most of us kind of have this image of obviously the unfortunate event that happened in Dallas. Um, JFK got shot in the head and mm-hmm. Jackie Kennedy's like climbing over the back seat to get to John. Uh, it, it's like yeah. it's on video yeah. and it's just it's hard I to watch. I don't care what your side of politics are. Have some empathy because that's so traumatizing yeah. for her. Like your love and you just their brains are just scattered on the backseat of a car. So it's yeah. it's awful. And one day um, I'll probably do a, the story of that specific incident uh, incident and probably go into our obviously Marilyn Monroe because yeah. you can't really touch JFK without, without kind Marilyn of mentioning Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. And um, and that's also kind of feeds into the Kennedy curse as well. Yeah. Because of how she died. But. This story is for um, another time is another time. Right now, we're going to focus on Rose Mary Kennedy. So uh, even before JFK became like the 35th president, um, the Kennedys were still famous and they were still in politics. So he wasn't the first one to be in the politic limelight. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So his father was Joe Kennedy Sr. And he was a prominent businessman in Boston. Mm-hmm. And then uh, JFK's mother is Rose. And she was a noted philanthropist and a socialite. Uh, they had nine children together, so that's that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lot, lots of kids. Um, and... Out of all nine of those kids, three of them went into politics themselves. And so the, the Kennedys were like the Kardashians now, oh, right? honestly. Iconic. Yeah, they were America's royal family. Yeah. You know, they they were just... Oh, they were obsessed with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so on September 13th, 1918, uh, Rose Kennedy, she went into labor in Brookline or Brooklyn, Brookline... All those MA people are going to come at me. Uh, But at their home, uh, she was going into labor at her home uh, with her third child, but her very first girl. And her name was set out to be Rose after her Mm. mother, which, okay. Uh, Yeah, we've already talked about naming your kid after yourself. But uh, they were they were going to call they weren't going to call her Rose. They were going to call her Rosemary or Rosie. Oh, However, so the unfortunate thing about the time when Rose decided to go into labor, uh, this was during the pneumonia epidemic. And so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so when she was trying to get a hold of her doctor, her doctor was basically preoccupied and he wasn't available immediately. Mm -hmm. And so unfortunately, and this is kind of the beginning of Rosemary's really kind of tragic life. Um. 
they didn't want her to give birth to the baby until the doctor got there. And so the nurse basically just kept her legs shut or closed to kind of try to prevent the baby from being delivered. So she was like holding onto her legs and that wasn't working. The baby was still coming. So the nurse like reached up into the birth canal and she held the baby in place, basically preventing it from exiting. And this went on for about two hours. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, I like completely forgot about that. So when you started talking, I was like, oh, my God, that's right. Mm-hmm. They they held the baby. The- that's why Rose had Rosemary had, you know, kind of some some issues later on. What were they thinking? Goodness. I don't know. But so the action of the nurse, it obviously resulted in consequences yeah. for rosemary mm-hmm. um so the lack of oxygen delivered to her brain during the birth caused lasting damages to that brain and resulted in a mental deficiency mm. so rose looked like every other kid nothing like looking at her you would have no idea really anything was wrong however rose knew that something was wrong with rosemary because she was not reaching the basic developmental oh the stages, stages. Yeah. yeah ages and stages ages and stages not not good um so she wasn't re- reaching those milestones yeah. right and At two years old, she continued to struggle with basic motor skills like sitting up, crawling, okay. learning to walk. So she was very developmentally behind. Yeah. Um, even so, she struggled in school. So obviously it's like, okay, we can't really ignore this. And she's getting older. So obviously she can walk and eat and she's mm-hmm. talking and everything. But her grades were really bad. Um And the family just kept taking her to different physicians, and she got the diagnosis of mental retardation. Mm, Okay. So, obviously, Rose did not say anything to any of her friends. This is a community. They're royal. If anything is wrong with their family... It looks bad on them. It looks bad on them, Mm. right? Because, unfortunately, the thing of eugenics was very prominent during this time. Ah, eugenics. And their whole basis is trying to sterilize those who have mental disabilities or anything or any deformities because they're trying to basically create the perfect race. Yeah. Eugenics. Mm -hmm. And so Rose just went on and pretended like Rosemary was development, uh, developing totally fine. And um, only the immediate family knew of what was going on. Mm -hmm. Like even like, like your cousin probably didn't know what was going on. So probably like only grandma, grandpa, brother, sister. Oh, like immediate family. Immediate family. Yeah. And Rosemary reportedly had a very low IQ as well. But then again, like just by looks, they were able to get away with it for so long because she looked like any other Kennedy. Father's great smile, mother's dark hair. Oh, and they're keeping this a secret so no one knows Mm -hmm. that she has these challenges. Oh, Because no one's in on like through behind the doors. Right. Yeah. So, so she's the third child, but the first girl, but the family continues to grow. And oh, yeah, obviously, nine kids. obviously, um, things are busy. They're in politics. Like they're going to, I don't know, debutantes or, you know, they're rich and hoity-toity yeah. and fancy. So there's a lot going on. They're constantly busy. And because of who she was, the family kind of were like, meh, like nothing's really gonna come from you like we love you but like 
we're not going to waste time in you. So she often got like left behind. Mm. So she was continuously being held back in school. Um, Mama Rose, she finally hired private tutors to help and they just kept her at home. They didn't even send her to school anymore. So she watched her brother and sisters go. Um, well, they were like the brother and sisters were able to go out, but she wasn't. And so obviously she was just getting really angry and confused. Yeah. And obviously this would cause her to go into different fits like tantrums, but they also um, gave her seizures and then like episodes of mental illness. Like the poor girl was being neglected. Yeah. Emotionally. Left like, behind alone. You see like all this other stuff your siblings being are doing. Like, yeah. Dangled it in front of her and she can't have it. And she doesn't have the cognitive ability to understand why yeah because she's a child yeah you know? she's she's just like i'm feeling this stuff i don't i don't get it but wh- like i hate this yeah poor thing um but this led her to uh, run away and so these fits they didn't really understand what these fits were at first but mm-hmm. after multiple tests and um physician appointments they were seizures so that kind of explained that. But again, just to reiterate, this was the 1920s. And so mental illness was extremely um, stigmatized. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back then, they would just say, like, we don't talk about this. Mm-hmm. We don't publicly say things yeah, about it. Absolutely. Because it, it wasn't understood. Um, but many Americans like Teddy Roosevelt, even John D. Rockefeller, they believed in the pseudoscience and they continue to advocate for forced sterilization of the, quote, defective, mm. which included the group of the physically and mentally disabled. And even on top of that, the Kennedys were devout Catholics. Mm. And the church basically deemed any kind of disability the result of sin and punishment from say, God. Yeah, like they probably were like, listen, if you have like a child that turns out like that, you, you're the bad parents. You've done you've something done wrong. Something. This you is have, karma. This is punishment for you. This is yeah. your actions playing out in reality. So and it's like. Uh, back then, it, it's like this big dot yeah. that everybody would be like, oh, so you must have done. It's all fun and games until it happens to you and your family, right? Yeah. Mm. But um, fearing the repercussions, like if her daughter's disabilities made it into the public eye, because again, they're like the Kardashians. So they're under very the tailored eye. image, yeah. very specific. So that's why she just pulled Rosemary out of school altogether because the kids are going to talk. They're going to tell their parents they're. You know, there's you can't keep that a secret. And so that's when she um, hired the tutor just to teach, teach, teach from the phone, uh, from the phone. <laughs> <laughs> they taught real good lessons on the phone. Wow. So. They beat us with Zoom. Right. Uh, but from home. Yeah. So um, they considered sending. Well, they didn't really consider, but obviously the talk of just sending into her to an institution, just like a um, like a mental health facility. Right. So that was just too extreme for them to mm-hmm. even kind of think about, yeah. you know, because even for the wealthy, these hospitals with for people with disabilities were just houses of horror. Oh, you know? yeah. They were awful. Filthy, understaffed, just underqualified, uh, unqualified caregivers and then some criminals and patients were chained to the walls and subjected to like physical and sexual abuse and just medical experimentation. They're the population that gets so swept under the rug and no one does anything about it and i this is like really sensitive to me in a way because these are the people that i i work with mm. you know i work for just the forgotten 
Yeah. You know, they all live in group homes and care homes. They don't have family. A lot of them are older, so they've been subjected to this kind of treatment like in their past. Mm. Um, A lot of them have been homeless, but why are they homeless? Oh, because of mental disabilities. I have patients that are there and just completely nonverbal and just just trauma fried and like just fried, you know, and they don't have like any kind of history of like substance abuse. It's like this is mental illness mm-hmm. like this is trauma like trauma that hasn't been discussed or talked about or processed through and they don't know what to do so like their brain just breaks yeah and uh and i hear horror stories about the group homes up there and like the bed bugs and the lack of food at some of them and some group homes are some group homes are really great yeah too. you know i don't want to this group homes yeah together but there are some really bad ones and they're not regulated by the state they're personal so, they're private they're private yeah so they don't have to follow any regulations you know, and some and then I know of two two care homes that have been shut down, literally. And it's like, what was going on at that group home yeah. for it to be shut down? Like, what regulation were you not following? What was the environment like? Yeah, I don't know. So just imagine with the with the Kennedy's money that mm-hmm. they can afford the top of the top hospitals or inpatient facility. Think about those who don't have money, what kind of facility. And they're concerned about the rich, wealthy facility, about all the cruelty that's going to go on there. Think about the The people that can't afford that. They can't afford anything. So they're in just like a state facility. So think of that, right? Yeah. So Uh, I'm off my tangent. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it was lovely. Very well said. uh, So Rosemary's disability just wasn't a challenge that... um, rose they could like face alone so they had to figure out something but here's a timeline of um rosemary's kind of stuff or where she was schooled and where she was at so at age 11 rosemary was sent to pennsylvania boarding school for the intellectually disabled at age 15 she was sent to the sacred heart convent in rhode island where she was educated separately from the other students Two nuns and a special teacher, a Miss Newton, worked with her all day in a separate classroom. Um, Rosemary's counting, writing, reading, and spelling skills were reported to be at a fourth grade level. So she's 15 at this point. Yeah. So she's very cognitively behind. Yeah, she's several years behind. Yeah. But for the efforts, the Kennedy um, ended up gifting the school a new tennis court. Also probably to keep their name out of the mouth like you don't let anybody know that's right they're trying to make sure their public image looks good because they know that they're the kennedys yeah the kennedy comes into a facility you obviously are like wow is that yeah so here's the a kennedy so sh- keep your mouth shut don't say that she's here yeah right so um so now it's 1928 and so joe kennedy actually ends up becoming an ambassador to the court of saint james in england so the whole entire family is basically uprooted um and then they were presented to the public. So despite her disabilities, Rosemary joined the family for the presentation because people are going to talk. Where's yeah. Rosemary? And then they're like, is she pregnant before she's wed? Uh, you know, so that's probably what they're be like. She's hiding something. Yeah. But because she looks so just mm-hmm. just like all the other Kennedys, she just blends in. There's no anything they don't have that. her say anything. And they just are like, yeah, stand here. So, um, and no one even got a glimpse of to Rosemary's disability. So they were able to kind of fool. And in England, um, 
she began began to gain a sense of normalcy, you know? So she had a really good teachers that were really helping her. She was progressing. Um, she was placed at the Catholic school run by nuns. And they had this time and this patience to teach her. And they were training her to be a teacher's aide. And she was basically just flourishing under their guidance. Aww. So she was doing really, really well yeah. at this school. Um, so in 1938, Eight, Joe Kennedy was presented to King George, I think the six VI, is that the six? E- yes. Oh, that's that's the current Queen Elizabeth's yes. dad. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So presented to King George the Sixth and oh. Queen Elizabeth at Buckingham Palace because he was the ambassador. Mm-hmm. Um the ambassador to uh, the United States ambassador to the United Kingdom. Yeah. So, yeah. They're royalty, I'm telling you. Yeah, they're ro- the they're American royalty. royalty. Yeah. So Kenneth, um, Rose Kennedy practiced her very complicated royal curtsy for hours because she wanted to make a good impression. Aww. And she knew how important this was. And she knew that her family already thought she couldn't do anything. So this was her one chance to be like, I can do this. Yeah. You know, I can see I'm just like you guys, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm oh, But however, at the event, she tripped and she nearly fell. Um, Mama Rose Kennedy, she never discussed the incident and treated the debut as a triumph. And the crowd made no sign that she tripped. And the king and queen smiled as if nothing even happened. So no one paid attention to the trip. So she was okay. But the side of this that is really taboo is they presented Rosemary as an intellectually... um, who is an intellectually disabled adult, they presented her to the monarchy at Buckingham Palace during the debutante season. It was just this crazy act because they're displaying her as basically an eligible bachelorette who is here, you know, just trying to mingle and maybe find a man friend to spend life with, right? That's like a lot of stuff to juggle. Like, yeah. ima- imagine what... what, what, what. I can't, I can't even finish yeah. my thought. So they were, and that's the thing, is like if they got together, they had a baby together, and she was just able to kind of fake it, then then the defective traits could be passed on to the next generation. It's in the bloodline. The bloodline is now tainted, right? Mm-hmm. And not the whole family bloodline is also tainted too. That's what they're going to assume. But Joe and Rose were just very determined to keep the family secret, and they just made sure that Rosemary was treated just like all the other eligible young women presented at the court that year. So now we are at summer of 1940. Germany marched into Paris, and the Kennedys were forced back, to, uh, forced to go back to the states. Mm. So Rosemary. Um, was making a lot of progress out there. She was given the love, the attention. And like I said, she was being trained to be a teacher's aide. So she had like a future there, yeah. you know, but that was taken away, just taken away completely. So they didn't really take her back and incorporate her with their family again. No, they just sent her to live in a convent. Um, but now Rosemary, I think this is when her real rebellious stage even continued to happen because like now... She's just taken away. 
yeah. right? And things are happening and they just like sent her away again, even after all this like crazy war stuff is happening. And so the nuns reported her just sneaking out at night to go to bars and she would meet these strange men. She would even go home with them. Um, so basically when Rosemary returned to the United States, she regressed yeah. hardcore. She became just increasingly irritable and um, very difficult by this time. And now she is 22. So she would go into those convulsions that were basically those seizures and she would just fly into a violent rage. She would basically just start um, hitting other people. So she was becoming violent, right? She got expelled from a, a summer camp and she continued to sneak out at night and the nuns were just very concerned that she was going to contract an STD. Like, that's, that's your worry? Okay. I mean, that's a that's a solid worry, but... Not her. All right. Oh, gosh. Okay, yeah. sure, sure. So um, so now the family's getting really frustrated. Mm -hmm. And Joe Kennedy was just, all right, we need to do something. I'm. He was worried about her behavior, um, not because of the dangers to her. No, 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 no. He was more worried about the shame and the embarrassment that his family would have and how – this can really damage his children's political careers. So he's not, I don't, I you're not important. You are of no service to me. You'll never be uh, a politician. So go live in a convent. And now you're getting kicked out of these places. Now you're my issue. I'm going to have to parent. What? So he decides to find a cure for his daughter's erratic behavior. The cure's being a good dad, dude. Yeah. Um, but again, he was busy just plotting the political careers of his two oldest sons. And remember, she's third, so the, yeah. her two older brothers. He didn't want a scandal, and he started to find a cure. So he began to start speaking to a Dr. Walter Freeman. Freeman and his associate, Dr. James Watts. They were the leading practitioners of lobotomies mm -hmm. in America. At the time, now the procedure was basically deemed as a cure for the physically disabled and mentally ill. Okay. I would like to see the research studies. I would like to see that too. So um, with multiple... Uh, groups in time periods because mm -hmm. you can't just do one and it's a success and be oh, like, yeah, no. here you go. You got to repeat it. Yeah. So what is a lobotomy? Because I realized that not everybody knows exactly what a lobotomy is, right? Yeah. I mean, I kind of briefly talked about it yeah. at the beginning of this episode. Hole in the head. Yeah. Ice pick. Um, so leading up to the invention of the lobotomy – Doctors like Swiss psychiatrist Gottlieb Burkhardt experimented with removing parts of the brain in a way to um, get rid of the symptoms of mental illness. Ah. So such experiments, I mean, they, they produced mixed results at times. I bet. To, leading to seizures or death. But, oh, yeah, I bet. But, but sometimes they didn't have seizures or death i mean she already has seizures so oh it can't get worse death maybe oh but who knows might cure her um, oh no so reportedly it, it is inspired by watching a yell 
neuroscientist John Fulton subdue two misbehaving chimpanzees. Um, he removed their frontal lobes, and the Portuguese neurophysiologist uh, Antonio Igas Monez, um, he started to begin doing the same to humans in 1935. Oh, yeah, because that, that You correlates. do it on a chimpanzee, chimpanzee, similar to humans, so let's go for it. Oh. Let's just do it. Let's just let's just be wild tonight. Let's, let's just, just try it. it. And let's if just, it doesn't work, do it. it doesn't work. You know, it's fine. Oh, my God. I love that we're doing this. <laughs> so after... A year after he performed his first lobotomy, okay? So he's only been performing lobotomies, a successful lobotomy for a year. And I would really love to know, A, how many lobotomies that was and how many of those were successful. Yeah. Right? Because I'm going to say it's less than five. Yeah. But... Uh, so the Freeman guy and the Watts guy, so they start um, operating on mentally ill patients in the States. So this isn't – so Moniz or Moniz or whatever mm-hmm. his name is, they don't – that this is just after he performed his first lobotomy, oh. okay? It's not – like they're not anything connected with him. They're just, just like this one guy over here, he's, he's performed – a successful lobotomy maybe he's so, done it like once and or it, twice. it's been around for like a year it's this new practice so oh we my need gosh to get it's a, got so much discovery w- yeah we need to get a head start on this we can be the leading <laughs> physicians in performing lobotomies oh gosh oh my goodness <laughs> um but so freeman and watts they <laughs> trigger warning they would disconnect their frontal lobes from the rest of their brains by inserting a metal rod called a leukotome. I think that's how it's pronounced, but they would put the little rod into a hole that was cut into the skull. (laughs) So I would, I I think they were under an Aesthetic, oh, I right? pray that they work. I just think of like Hannibal Lecter, like eating the brain <laughs> from the guy. Um, so according to NPR, the newspapers described the procedure as easier than curing a toothache. You know. If it was brain surgery. Drilling a hole into your head. So much easier than a toothache. So much easier than curing a toothache, right? So much easier, guys. So much. With the one year of heavy-duty research absolutely and just on brand for the united states they had the highest rate of lobotomies of any country in the world with forty thousand to fifty thousand performed between the years of the 1930s and 1970s yay guys you know we just gotta we just gotta Go bear or go home. We oh, gotta man. be first in everything, even deaths by lobotomies. lobotomies. Oh, you know, guys, I think we can do it without Love that. It here. <laughs> We're gonna be number one in the world. Yeah. So it had this like big thing, you know, like lobotomy yeah. is the new thing. It's easier than curing a toothache, right? People were still like, okay, this is this is not all good. There are some negative side effects. Um, and it was Immediately apparent because in Good. 1948, a mother told a Swedish um, psychiatrist that the lobotomy had changed her daughter 
like after the lobotomy, like her daughter was just not the same saying she is my daughter, but yet a different person. She is with me in body, but her soul is in some ways lost. Wow. Dark. You can't expect to just like poke frontal lobes and remove them and yeah. expect them to be the same. Yeah. It's just mind boggling for me. And knowing this is what a lobotomy was and knowing this is not a fully trusted practice quite yet. The Kennedys were still just looking for a solution to their daughter's crazy behavior. And this just was the fix for them. Um, they had the best that money could buy. Obviously, they had just psh, unlimited money. So what could go wrong? Like they're obviously they're going to choose the best of the best. They have uh, their pick at doctors, right? Trends aren't always the best, guys. Yeah. Um. So the there's the other Kennedy daughter. Her name is Kathleen. Well, she was like a little sketched out. And so she continued to do some investigation on her own on like what the procedure was. And she spoke with reporters and just the reporters and everybody she talked to was like, no, that's not a good idea. Like yeah, lobotomies are no, no, no. Don't do that. Well, she told her mom, she told Mama Rose, and she was like, no, like, this is not good. Rosemary's not going to be the same after this. Like, we should not go through with the lobotomy. Of course, no one listens to women, right? And despite her plea, um, Joe Kennedy went on with the surgery. And Rose... To like not to this day because she's not alive, but she stood her ground until the end that she did not even know about the procedure and she didn't know it was going to happen, and she just said that Joe Senior just made the decision alone without even consulting her. Um, but it's said to be false, right? Mm. Especially if Kathleen like said something. I highly doubt that she didn't talk to her mom about it. How did Kathleen know and not the mom? Yeah, know, right. And Kathleen probably would have. Told, told the her. mom yeah yeah so it is even even guessed and speculated that rosemary herself didn't even know that the surgery was going going to um that would be on brand for them i mean honestly because if you told her she's gonna freak out if someone said hey hey baby boo you're you're having a brain surgery done today i'd be like excuse me be like no ma'am uh, no 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 we are not having no brain surgery today um she definitely ran away from the places that she was sent. She, I oh, mean, she would, she would, she's a she, flight risk. Yeah, she, she's she'd, gone. She's yeah. halfway down the street before you even walk into the room. Yeah, no, awful, awful people. Well, so it happens. Um, the day is November of nineteen forty-one. So <laughs> the month was not the day because I didn't mention the day. Just, just said the month which oh. is November, November of nineteen forty-one. Um, so. The doctor, James Watts, and the other doctor, Dr. Walk Freeman, they performed the lobotomy. So um, so both of them graduated from Washington University School of Medicine, and they just thought they were just, <laughs> look at us, performing lobotomies on a Kennedy. Hey! But screw them. Anyway, so they go on record to describe the procedure as follows. So I'm going to read a little, little, little piece, okay? Get your buckets this ready. Is, yeah, so this is a trigger warning because it kind of talks about the actual procedure, okay? Okay, my bucket's ready. We went in through the top of the head. I think Rosemary was awake. She had a mild tranquilizer. 
I made a surgical incision in the brain through the skull. It was near the front. It was on both sides. We just made a small incision, no more than an inch. The instrument Dr. Watts used looked like a butter knife. He swung it up and down to cut the brain tissue. We put an instrument inside. As Dr. Watts cuts, Dr. Freeman asked Rosemary some questions. For example, he asked her to recite the Lord's Prayer or sing God Bless America or count backward. We made an estimate on how far to cut based on how she responded. When Rosemary began to become incoherent, they stopped. How much of that is messed up? All of it is yeah. messed up. Recite so, the Lord's Prayer. Uh, I I don't think anybody really could just throw that out. I mean, like this, you you're just wiggling something in her brain, and you're like, just like poking it. Yeah, and you're not. You don't have any rhyme or reason to how long you're poking. You're just poking. And just whenever she responds, you're like, oh, that's what that is. Not because you have a butter knife in my brain folds, but just the fact that she was awake. And him, even this whole, I think Rosemary was awake. That's so problematic yeah. just in that little blurb. Yeah. Um, A mild tranquilizer no. You have a butter knife in her brain folds. That is not acceptable in no. any any way. This is just so disgusting to even think. I understand being fascinated with anatomy and everything, but you are saying that you can do this surgery and you're just doing it for your own selfish gain. Yeah. That with no care or thoughts you're towards like, well, the know. patient. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to Boop, 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 and when boop, she stops okay. responding, we're gonna stop. I'm like, Done. okay, she's cured. She's good now. What is the? I don't know. Anyway, anyway, it was quickly apparent that it was unsuccessful. Yeah. Um, oh she was God. already not like cognitively there before. Yeah. Right. So she's definitely not now. Her mental capacity diminished. Okay. Oh. It was. Remember, she was kind of like a fourth grader. Yeah. Oh gosh. Two years old now. Mental capacity of a two-year-old. You robbed her. She. Oh, sorry. I got really upset and she, I broke a button on my just shirt. I like, tried to like <laughs> rip her shirt off. And no. wow. My button came off. <laughs> um, so she's <laughs> mental capacity of a two-year-old, right? Oh, baby. And she could no longer walk or speak intelligibly. Was it worth it, you guys? Ugh. So if she wasn't a problem then. Definitely a problem now. now. Yeah. Yeah. I fixed my button. So throughout, throughout Rosemary's life, all she wanted to do was just make her parents happy and be accepted into this family. And she was just an outcast. In letters sent by Rosemary, the basically just from when she was like away and the mm -hmm. comments and everything, the letters are just just yearning and longing Aww. for her parents approval like she just tried so hard that's all she wanted so now we go into the aftermath right the story doesn't end there obviously mm -hmm. she's diminished to a two-year-old she doesn't die she's just her mental capacities decreased so instantly she was just 
sent to live in an institution. So I remember before they wouldn't send her in an institution. Now they do. Now they're just like, Gosh. okay, like just whatever. Um, and it was about an hour and a half away from New York City. And she basically just spent months in physical therapy before she even regained any movement. And even then it was just partially only in one arm. She spent 20 years in this institution, um, unable to speak, walk, even to see her family. Like her family didn't really visit her. For 20 years, she was just completely hidden from her family. And the public was just told her absence was due to her reclusive behavior. And some even heard the rumor she was a, she just went off to be a teacher for disabled children. And in 1962, Joe Kennedy Sr., our good good father of the year award, he suffered a stroke and Rose finally went to see her daughter again. And you know what Rosemary did? She rushed her and attacked her because she was so mad and unable to express herself in any other way. Yes. You're locked up for like 20 something years. And now you're going to see me after 20 years. I would rush her too. Yeah. You had brain I would surgery like, on you me. You better keep me off of this woman because I'm about to beat her ass. Yeah. She's the reason I'm here. Yeah. And so now this point, this is the actual point where the Kennedys are like, oh, we messed up oopsie we shouldn't have done this and then they change the narrative on themselves as any good politicians do and they begin to champion the rights for the mentally disabled at least at least you're you're trying but but still you fudged up and hard like 20 years i think it's a little too late for you guys yeah to be really awesome advocates now like Gosh, where could the studies be today if they had started? Way, you know, like way back then. But um, I'm glad she rushed her. Yeah, right. Me too. But she, they kind of slowly start integrating her back into the family Yay. after his father's death, of course, in uh, 1969. So, so he must have been the reason, though. That for sure, I think that he was strongly the reason. But that's also your daughter as like a mother. Yeah. So your husband your, doesn't decide but your, that. Your image was more important than your child. Yeah. And you made your child so worse. You're but, also terrible as well. I yeah. know maybe that you didn't know about the lobotomy or whatever it is. I think that's BS. But you had just did. as much say. But you had just as much say. And you could have said, I don't care about our position in society. That's our daughter. Let's that's our do daughter. Something. Yeah. But. She was uh, taken to go visit family in Florida, D.C., to Cape Cod. So she learned how to walk again. Um, she walked with a limp, but at least she was walking. But she was just never able to speak clearly ever again. Oh, baby girl. Yeah. Um, so it's really just that's. I mean, that's basically the story. Just there's a couple extra stuff here, but it's just easy to see at first glance like why why this is awful like a child was abandoned because of her disability because they don't fit your picture perfect persona of how you lay out to the public yeah. um this story just ended up changing the quality of life for disabled and mentally ill people across the country though i'm glad so there was some momentum in a positive direction because they began to advocate and champion the disability rights right 
Mm -hmm. So John F. K., he used his presidency actually to sign the Maternal and Child Health and Mental Retardation Planning Amendment to the Social Security Act. Yay. Um, uh, Ted Kennedy then pushed for the Americans with Disabilities Act during his time as a senator. So um, another sister, Eunice Kennedy, she actually founded the Special Olympics Aww. in 1962 to champion the achievements in abilities of the physically and mentally disabled oh siblings right and then after being reunited with her family rosemary kennedy lived out the rest of her life in saint coletta's a residential care facility in jefferson wisconsin until her eventual death in 2005 um she died from natural causes on january 7th um she was 86 years old though oh yeah i'm glad that at least the second part of her life that, you know, she still had. She was able to be integrated in the family and hopefully found and that's some all she wanted and some acceptance. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it's not, and it's an unfortunate story, but I'm yes. glad she at least got some kind of closure and some love. You yes. Know? And she's actually buried um, beside her parents in Hollywood oh. Cemetery in Brookline, Massachusetts. Oh. I love Rosemary so much. I know. She's, it's. She's a beautiful guys. Like she's just like, you see pictures of her and you know, it's just like, wow. Like, look at her. Like, it's just. She was, like I said, she looks just like any other Kennedy and she would have been okay if. They didn't stick didn't a thing in her brain. Her in the birth canal. But regardless, even if she still would have, that's irrelevant to the fact that that's your baby. That's your child. Yeah. Like as a mother, like that's your duty is to protect your child. And yeah. shame on you for just pushing her to the side. Like her outcome could have been so different if they just showed her some love mm. or even if they just kept her in. um overseas in the uk yeah but my uh sources are all that's interesting.com wikipedia and an article by marie claire and that's the story of the forgotten kennedy rosemary's lobotomy really good job thank like, you such a good job Hopefully um, i did better this time than last time it was really good uh if you guys are still listening um Come check us out on Instagram. You'll see pictures of Rosemary. Um, it's really great if you're interested in her story. I definitely recommend like Googling her, like mm-hmm. learning more about who she is. Um, if you like this story, please share it with your friends, your family. Leave us like reviews. Um, we love talking to you guys and just appreciate all that you are. Um, and we'll see you next time. We will see you next time or the next time after that, but definitely the next time after After that. that. Yeah. But goodbye, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye.